What's good, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Fun with Dumb. Oh, we kind of nailed that. That was perfect right there. We didn't even practice that one. That's crazy. That was so cool. Yeah, man. Uh, This we haven't done a crew episode in a while. No, No. I like. Yeah, and we're here. Just celebrated my thirty seventh birthday. Wow! Yes, congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> it's kind of a weird uh, yeah. thing. Congratulations for a birthday. You but made it. You made it another year. Yeah. Is that is that what you're congratulating me yeah, for? Yeah, that you're here another year and you're killing it. Aren't you killing it this year? Maybe yeah. if you weren't killing it, I don't know if I would <laughs> congratulate you. Yeah, I mean, um, it, it it does feel weird. I'm not gonna lie. 36 to 37 is is a different vibe. Like <sighs> I feel like I'm really headed towards 40 yeah. now. Wow. You know, what I mean, 36 I, I, it didn't feel like that, but. 37 i'm like oh 100 i am headed to 40 the closer you are to 40 bro <laughs> oh my feels it feels weird like i'm i feel like i should get some golf shirts what was your you uh, sober birthday like oh yeah my first sober birthday oh. yeah i would probably say 15 plus years wow, wow. yeah no There's, drink at all not nothing no, probably 20 years really? i'm pretty sure i've drank every birthday since i was 15 wow 15 yeah i was drinking since i was 15 jacob you were 15 yes i was drinking since. what I was were you drinking like what were you talking about here? jose cuervo i remember one of my first shots was a jose cuervo of course and it was yeah. like <laughs> disgusting as fuck but yeah I do remember. you guys remember bacardi 151s back yeah. in the day you could yeah. light it on fire bacardi oh 150 that's 151 yeah. proof yeah it's like you know when we were younger yeah that's more pain, you know. You're, you're thinking it's stronger, you know. So we, yeah, it was it was one of those punishment drinks. Bacardi, Bacardi 151, 151 started the LA riots, yeah. I believe. <laughs> that was the that was the thing that started the riots. Yeah, it it. yeah but oh, it's crazy. Um, well, it's anyways, disgusting. thank you for the congratulations. I felt yeah. good. Um, did you miss a drink though, like having a drink, or how did you feel? No, 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 no. I, if anything, I wanted to drink more for some other celebrations in the past yeah. couple months, like New Year's. That yeah. would have been nice because mm-hmm. it was really awkward not having a drink during New Year's. What's the drink you had chosen? Champagne or something? That's Champagne? A sh- isn't that a nah. New Year's? Like shots. Like I miss oh. taking shots. You right. know what I mean? Because I need that. I need that strong shit. You know what I mean? Oh. Like, I hear you. Well. You know, it, it's weird. I know you don't drink and you're not partaking in the festivities, but you still want to be in the scene. You know, like in the group text, you're like, hey, you want to you wanna hit up this spot? I'm thinking, like, why would you want to go? Because you know what it's going to look like. You know what it's going to feel like. That's the problem. What's I wanna, the draw? I want to go, yeah. and then I go, and then I'm over in, like, 15 yeah, minutes. Yeah, that's, that's what's happening. It sucks. I hate when that happens because mm-hmm. I get gather up the whole crew. We <laughs> you gather up all of us. You got to find the new fun, like instead of it being about the drinking and the shots, you got to find the other fun thing you have at the club. Do you oh, know what at I mean? the club? Yeah, like at what? the club. Because like when you go out, typically you're used to being like, oh, I'll get fucked up or faded and right. then I'll have fun. You got to find the new thing. Like maybe dancing Dance. is oh. the key, right? Like you have another reason to go out there other than <laughs> to hang out with the friends. But if you learn some dance lessons, finally, you could go out there and bust But a dancing drunk was even <laughs> scary for me. Dancing sober? Yo, fuck drinks. Let's dance. <laughs> Dancing sober is terrifying to me. Or maybe like hitting, you know, I, f- I feel like guys go out to like hit on girls and whatnot. That's another, another thing. thing to be excited about. Yeah. Oh, that you feel on. like you need alcohol to do those things. Hitting on girls sober is scary for a lot of dudes too, you know? That's true. Yeah. But imagine if you can do it on alcohol. It means you can actually do it. They call it liquid courage alcohol. for a reason. Right. But what I'm saying is if you know you were able to do it on alcohol, that means you can actually do it without it. You just mm. have to practice it. Yeah, yeah. Do you, have you felt the difference, um, like a dude hitting on you sober as <laughs> as opposed to like drunk? Okay, because I didn't grow up in a household of people drinking alcohol or yeah. my mm. friends didn't really drink, I'm really bad at telling when people are drunk. Really? So I didn't realize. Yeah, remember I told you that like Alex was like, oh, yeah. when I first started the pod, he's like, you're doing a great job. And yeah. like, you're killing. That was the first time I like interacted with him in this way where it was like positive affirmations about what, what I was doing here. Yeah. And then literally the <laughs> next day I like told you guys and then he was in the car and I was like, dude, that was so beautiful what you said. And he's like, he's like, I was so fucked up. I don't remember. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, 
so so like, wait, wait when a dude I'm, is slurring his words you're like he must be really tired <laughs> well slurring is another thing but there are people like i i think both of you guys are able to hold your alcohol so mm. like i would never know you guys are like normal people that ah. can drink there's other people who really can't then i could tell but if it's like you guys i can't ever tell when you guys are drink like drunk really no unless maybe i smelt it and it was like on another level but it, it's hard for me to and i only i know that because like i talked to my sister about that and she is also like has a bet can a you bet. tell when somebody is on cocaine now i can but <laughs> if you never did it or weren't around it it's really impossible to tell but Co coke is one of the most clear th <laughs> I, i'll tell you right now because i'm sober now yeah and you know i used to do cocaine i used to drink yeah, yeah. i used to tons of shit but as a sober person observing other people on cocaine oh yeah it's like oh yeah yeah it's it's like you, <laughs> oh, can, you can definitely you can definitely tell you can definitely tell <laughs> you know there's some people like it's the eyes for me yeah. their eyes get really like yeah. fucking crazy looking you, you and ever, like the veins are popping out of their eyes you ever see somebody tell you how much they respect you disrespectfully <laughs> oh my god dude. <laughs> it is, that's how you can tell when someone tells you how much they respect you disrespectfully when they're slapping you on the shoulder like I love you bro <laughs> Yeah, that's man. how you could tell. It is. <laughs> but yeah, that's um I think that's the one thing. It's like I feel like now I have this sixth sense, but instead of, you know, <laughs> ghosts, I see coked yeah. out people. <laughs> I see coked out people. <laughs> that's that, that's what I feel like. Wait, so hold on. Let me let me ask you this. Is it like coked out people don't know how they're acting when they're coked out so that if they weren't that they wouldn't act that way? Or is it yeah. impossible to control your body? in that moment at night so like and you don't care maybe like you take it the next day in front of your friends and you don't care you're acting this way you know I, it goes both ways i've seen super chill motherfuckers too just like yeah so you know i'm working on this script hold on real quick and then uh, <laughs> they're yeah. just like super they're very lackadaisical you know but usually they're feeling so euphoric and there's like this there's like a tempo jump you know what i mean mm -hmm. everything is a little faster their blinks their mouth speed, their jaw starts to jut out a little bit. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of involuntary things that happen, I think. Is it, okay, is it comparable to doing Adderall? Yeah, you take a lot of there, there's a big there's a big similarity to be honest like it's funny because i actually didn't haven't done a lot of adderall yeah i only did adderall like twice in my life same and the first time i did it um it was in new york and uh my friend was like yeah do it it'll help you with your like lyrics and stuff and you'll work on a song mm -hmm. so i took an adderall and i worked on a song like <laughs> 24 to 36 hours straight yeah. in, in this yeah. small room in new york city yeah. and I was like sweating and I finally knocked out a song yeah. and it was one of the worst songs I ever made. Oh, really? It was I, bad? I rhymed one word the whole way. Right. <laughs> the, the, it was, it was, um, I, it was, the song is called Brooklyn for a month. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, remember that song? So you can look it up on YouTube. It's called Brooklyn for oh a month. God. So it's like, <laughs> Brooklyn for a month. I'm standing in the sun. It's just one word all the way fucking through. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. If you see the video, Aquafina's in it too, because now I was staying at her place. This was over ten years ago, and uh, soft like, Brooklyn for a month. Look at, why don't you wrap his Zoom in real quick, more Can Alex. Let me yeah. Sing it right yeah, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Yo, I'm in Brooklyn for a month. Booked it just for fun. <laughs> you can tell by the slang that Cali is where I'm from. <laughs> Give me a couple days. I'll speak in the native tongue. Fuck a creative slump. I ain't leaving here till I'm done. <laughs> that was that or all right. I am not leaving till I'm done. Keep going. Sun, Brooklyn for a month. Swishers to the Duchess. Reaching out to Esta, man. He blessed me with the drum. That was Esta <laughs> beat from Soul Action. Yeah. Fiesta on the rooftop. Mixing fresca with the rum. <laughs> Kissing on the empress with complexion like the sun. <laughs> Where are you staying? Leasing out a room from Nora Lum. <laughs> Keep going. But that lease on life has been renewed. I'm feeling young. Buried in the burrows. Steady sipping on a Sapporo. I'm I broke the rhyme scheme right there. That's bad. I'm just borrowing the aura. I'll return when I'm done. Brooklyn. You brought it right back. You brought it right back. blood. This is so specifically like. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to 
Callie because I'm faithful as a nun. <laughs> yes, I'm taking Biggie. Yeah, I'm taking. Yeah, I'm pun. talking. Yeah, I'm talking. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm talking. Don't butcher my lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> They're not that great. <laughs> yeah. God <I'm>, damn. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking. Taking Biggie? Talking. Talking Biggie, yeah. I'm taking talking pun. Mm. Chilling in the city where the rap shits Oh, oh God, I hate done. you saying my lyrics right now. You're done. <laughs> motherfucker, I ain't, I ain't Steffi done. Steffi Bake, you're done. No, <laughs> motherfucker, I'm I not having done. fun. <laughs> motherfucker, I ain't done. Fuck a multi-syllable, I kill him using one. You Did can you forget how Parker to read all of a sudden yeah, during my song? Because <laughs> it's just so bad. The words what are all... Doctor I'm Seuss far away from home, up in the temple like a monk. Ooh. <laughs> wow. All right. All right. All right. All right. Well, We're done. We're done. We're that done. was really... Whew, sorry about so that. So, yeah, to answer the question, Adderall and Coke is kind of similar. You know, upper So, that is an thing. example of the type of song you write on Adderall. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I personally didn't like, I, I didn't enjoy the yeah. experience. You know what I mean? Like a lot, a lot of shit, like the, the Xanax and all that, like yeah. wasn't my drug of choice. Yeah. It was I never, never really my thing. It was a popper, you know? You never, you never a pop, pop locker? Uh, you know, pop, <laughs> never really. Me on the other hand, on your birthday, sorry we missed it. We had the video shoot. Yeah. That, uh, we went to the Hollywood Hills. We got a mansion. It was like an NFT house. It was nice. What and, does that uh, even mean? <laughs> For for location, like oh, okay, we, we okay. rented a we rented a mansion. Airbnb out. type. Uh, of no, it's just a homegirl that they we let knew. you use it. Yeah, they let us use okay, it. Okay, cool. How'd it go? I saw some footage. It looked sick. Yeah, it was good. It was you know. It, you guys rented some video girls. Some video girls. We had a golf scene. We had a little party scene. <laughs> Duce actually hooked us up with a case yeah. because I, I like said something in the verse. So I, we were we were sipping it straight out the bottle, but you know it's like a video shoot. A lot of hurry up and wait. So during the off screen, I'm just kind of like sipping it. By the time that we were done with the video, we ended up at a bar um, in Koreatown. Yeah. Drank some more. And then, you know, I called you for the birthday wishes. Oh, yeah. That oh, shit was yeah. kind of fucked up. What you we got we to share <laughs> this. It's, um, oh, yeah. We pulled there, off. We pulled off. Actually, I pulled off one of the greatest pranks. You know, Jail and I almost physically fought because of the situation. Well, let me give the context. We've seen these videos, right, on YouTube growing up where they put two um, people on the phone on speaker and make them talk to each other on the phone. Oh, my God. Like they called each other when they didn't. So JL called me and Rick called Rick. Yeah. It's right around the same time. Yeah, yeah. So Mind you, we're... We're plastered. Yeah, yeah. We're plastered. We just wrapped up the scene. We're having a drink at the bar. I stepped out because, I, you know, that's, that's etiquette. I, I didn't want it to be too loud. I wanted to call Rex, see what you guys are doing. Maybe we can meet yeah. up. So I'm talking to Rex. I guess JL called you JL from inside. JL called me. So my, like a light bulb goes in my head like, oh, my gosh, wait a minute. As soon as I answer this call, I could put on speaker and make him talk to Rick. You fucking. So I answer the call. I put on speaker and I put those two phone calls together. And I'm like, this isn't going to work. And all of a sudden they start talking to each other <laughs> and magic happens. Look how and you're smiling. I, I filmed this, this right is, okay. I've never this seen was, you laugh. Are you on your knees this right was, now? This is one of the happiest moments of my he life. Was, put it on the screen. Let's go. Hold on. So long, <laughs> long story short, you can see how happy I was right there. It was one of the fucking greatest moments of my it's life. It's the most elated I had ever seen you in my life. That, like, you guys were actually kind of disturbed about how happy I was. <laughs> yeah. I you were so happy. And it was great. It was your birthday. So I told great. everybody that that was the greatest gift I've ever received in my yeah. life. 
Because those are the kinds of things that make me happy. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not tricking people. Trolling? It's not no designer clothing, <laughs> nothing. Those moments right there are the Bro. greatest things. You single handedly almost broke up the yachts right there, man. I don't know. How you, you guys almost fought. <laughs> we almost, we That's literally, scary. I was walking, I was storming into the, because I thought he left a group to go to you guys, and he thought I left the group. Uh, you know what I mean? Like we both abandoned the group. Like, what the fuck you doing? Uh, Oh my gosh! So we both met at the entry. We're like, wait, wait, and we snapped out of it. Like, wait, wait, wait. But those are the type of pranks that's not easy to execute. Nah, not at so all. when you get one of those off, <laughs> you get one of those things you're off. You're not here. You're, you're okay. So you found this. Like you're in this chamber of like the thing that you created. And mm. he's saying that he almost broke up with his like buddy. Nah, he's not. Gonna nah, nah, nah. From nah, from what happened? Maybe a roundhouse nah, kick or two. You know, it would, it would First of all, if they broke up, I would be a prank god. <laughs> <laughs> like I deserve some sort of yeah. medal or something. You know what I mean? Like Holy I should be inducted shit. into you Jackass there, or something. Yeah. That was some sober there. fun though, huh? That was you didn't have Were to be drunk for that. That's you right. Oh, no, you guys we weren't were. sober. I felt high. Yeah. I felt high <laughs> off of drugs. <laughs> But that's what I mean. Like, if I can create more of those moments, I can be sober forever. Maybe you could go out and that's your new thing. You prank when no. you go to the club. But I will also say I really hate you two pranksters, too. I was going to ask you. I hate that I was going to ask you this, though. Were you ever a prankster, like, as a kid? You ever pull any pranks yeah. off? Um, my sister. Yeah. My, my Oh, my God. I used to do this terrifying thing. There oh was this God. little miniature clown that my mom had, like a vintage antique thing. Yeah. I would tape the, a knife to the hand of this little Holy toy shit. and leave it at the doorway anytime my sister oh, was about man. to walk in and she'd scream out of her mind. Bro. But I would continue, like, and then she'd find out it was a prank. I was like, I hate you, blah, blah. I would do it over <laughs> and over again with the same clown. Yes. So this motherfucking clown is appearing for several years at door entryways everywhere she was at. Right, right. She hated me for this shit. And like, I, and I don't know why we didn't get rid of this fucking clown. Yeah, yeah. that's fucking but nuts. But yeah, I'm consistent. That's the thing. I'm very consistent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do the slow You know burn. me. I, I constantly put salt on the wound. <laughs> right. Like I will beat a dead horse. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Did you ever uh, prank your sister, Stephanie? All the time. Yeah. Uh, I Any uh, proud moments? Proud. I just, I would do like, I don't even know if it's called pranking. It's like, I would just taunt her. And anytime, like, you know what it's like. If, your sister or anyone's like screaming or sad it's like that's gold when you're a yeah. kid you're yeah. like i did it i pissed her off yeah um i used to do this really mean thing is anytime i would go pick her up from school i would <laughs> open the window and act like i was like picking my nose to embarrass her in front <laughs> oh, of her shit. friends yeah um and then like when i would pick her up i would drive by the house of the guy that she really liked and then i would scream out his name so oh that, wow that's yeah, a sabotage more no than a i prank. know so is that not a prank that, is that just uh, being that's an not really, but that's kind of embarrassing and also the the picking the nose thing you're just embarrassing yourself <laughs> no, i didn't I care about embarrassing myself <laughs> i was like i more cared about yeah i could i could look like shit i don't care the, the, cru the crush thing though that would be very embarrassing dude anytime we walk by that park because right in the corner i would yell out his name oh with her and she would God. be so fucking embarrassed it was so funny i though. would really be mad about that actually hell yeah, that, yeah that's pretty embarrassing that's, that's, that's kind of bullying behavior huh yeah it okay is. so i guess i was a bully to my sister well pranking is a semi form of bullying would you say yeah i mean definitely you're finding entertainment in someone else's demise you know what i mean oh, that made me happy yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why that just made me happy <laughs> right there just made you happy. that definition i was like uh, no no no. i mean i not in an evil way yeah but just seeing that little moment it's funny. People enjoy pranks too. Like when I get pranked really good, right? You know, you're like, okay, you got me. Yeah, that yeah. was good. I got punked. You give props, right? For you sure. Know what I mean, for sure. But but yeah, but it has to be like I, I like it after you kind of build some kind of rapport. That's why I don't like these YouTube things where people are just getting pranked. Oh yeah, yeah. That out of sounds... nowhere and strangers. You know exactly. what I mean? Like build a rapport. If you have a rapport with somebody, then it's funnier. It's more like lighthearted in a way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because you don't know what these motherfuckers are going to react like. You know what I mean? Some of them could just shoot you. I don't like those. Some of, but some of these pranks aren't even like pranks. They just do some fucked up thing. Yeah. There's no cleverness to it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Which that's what bugs me a lot too. I like to do pranks that change the person's body chemistry forever. You know? I like things that what linger. What the fuck? You mean you want to traumatize them? Yes. Um, <laughs> back in the day when I would go to church retreats, I would go to random 
church church retreats you know what i mean not my church retreat and first of all i think i think at this point in the podcast you yeah know, you don't have to say i used to go to church <laughs> retreats we know you used to go to church <laughs> retreats <laughs> we're episode 230 like, almost all right this is the church retreat segment <laughs> yeah. i would have bluetooth speakers hidden underneath the bunk beds of these little kids oh my god well not little because i was little too and yeah, because that sounds more yeah, yeah. <laughs> the better. <laughs> yeah, sounds saying terrible. That way. Yeah, okay. for sure, my bad. Okay. And then I'll just have like YouTube clips of people speaking in tongues or like in Latin. Oh and then my later God. at night, like after we have, you know, the campfire, the worship and all that, everyone's passed out sleeping. Around 3.33, I would just play the YouTube and then raise the volume a little bit. Like it's a, like a demon or something? Like, like a poltergeist? Like, oh like, like it's a priest like in the corner of the room just praying like very vigorously. Oh my god! You know, and then when they're like, what the fuck is that? I, I turn it down. You know, yeah. and they're looking for they're looking for a person. They don't, you know, the Bluetooth speaker is a little cube that's this underneath is, the box. I would duct tape it right underneath, so when you look on the floor, you don't even see the speaker. Yours you know so, what I mean? This is this so is crazy. a Rick prank. Yours are like <laughs> so intense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rick won't like. He's the thing about Rick. Rick will continue continue a prank for twenty years. He won't come out and be like, "I got gotcha. you." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just an ongoing misery thing. <laughs> you don't know if you're being. No, like I'll have that Bluetooth speaker like taped underneath my casket. So when you come see me, like in the funeral, it'll start playing a little bit. Yeah, Rick, Rick commits to the to bit. His That's death. the I commit to the bit. No, Rick that commits. no one asked for. You know what I mean? Rick commits the fucking bit. I feel like Steffi's pranks are just kind of like kind of little square. Really? Like, yeah, she, I know. I was right now thinking about all the pranks in yeah. my head that I did, and they I was like, oh, they're not interesting enough to talk about because it was like, yeah. oh, my cousins were sleeping, and I, me and my older the two older cousins me and this uh got all we'd go around and like draw on their faces and then like do the whipped cream thing. i thought he was even more square than that that's like sh she asked me what three plus three was i was like it's five <laughs> <laughs> got her um oh, i did tell shit. my mom uh, i i used to this is it's not a prank this is again another mean thing i did to my sister <laughs> um i used to tell her that uh like if she didn't do something for me like i'd be like go get my like remote control from downstairs or something i'd be like i'm gonna give you from five to one i'd be like one or five four three two one blast off and if not i'd be like you're going to hell <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah i would tell her <laughs> that i was basically god and i could control her fate to the future <laughs> Is that not a prank? That's not a, <laughs> wait, hold on. No, that's some Thanos shit. You need to yeah. chill. Wait, wait. Yeah, it's insane. Like, that's not a prank again, right? What is that, just bullying? <laughs> I don't know. There's something cute about, like, when you're a kid and you believe these things that your sibling tells oh you. Oh, my gosh. You know what I mean? I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think my sister ever really never worked with her because she never believed me with right. those kind of things i'm not gonna lie Steffi. i use that countdown too oh, i think that's an older sibling thing is it, is it heck yeah i don't think i've done that. Like, i need a capri sun uh, i need a capri five four but, and then for some reason yeah. it would always work like they would always scurry seriously yeah. there's this time i remember like a big thing like for years like yeah. probably six years i would make her smell my armpit whoa and then I would keep her there and Are I'd be like, yeah, seriously? like, and then I would do the countdown thing and I'd be like, you're going to hell if you don't smell my My uncle, my dad would wake me up after like a late night, like night of drinking yeah. on a Saturday. So, you know, he's waking up on Sunday. My mom would like have trouble waking him up. And then when he wakes up, he's like, come into the room. And he's like, oh, smell my breath. <laughs> and he would hold that? the back of my head yeah. and just, oh, to me. What is that? Why? Uh, Why are we doing that? I, I think... We like sharing the suffering. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's true. That's crazy. You, did your dad ever do some <laughs> fucked up shit like that to you? That's fucked up. That's child That's child abuse. Yeah, no, yeah, it, yeah. Is, it is abuse. <laughs> I, I say sorry to her all the time, and she's like, you're a kid. I'm like, okay. We have. I, f I forget how much similarities we have as, like, older siblings yeah. in the group. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, all three of us, we have older yeah. siblings. We have had... You know, family with like domestic violence problems. Well, we have sisters too. We all have sisters. Oh, we all have sisters. Yeah. 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 Um, I always think about that. Yeah, as an older sibling, do you guys date older siblings or younger siblings? Like, have you noticed like a trend? Because I no, tend to date. I've never dated my younger sibling. No. <laughs> oh, oh wait, what are you asking? <laughs> oh, my God. No. I meant like the younger sibling of like 
you know, the youngest of a family member. I oh. feel like I always date people that are older than, or like um, the yeah, oldest. Yeah, the oldest. Sure. The oldest I, I haven't. Rem- I don't remember um, specifically, but I'm I'm almost sure I have dated both. You know, oh, yeah. younger sibling or older. And you you could actually kind of tell in their personality. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. How about a middle child? You've dated a middle child before? Ooh, nah, never. never uh, what's that like? What what are what's the what's the uh, stereotypes of a middle child? They were kind of neglected, right? The middle child yeah, is always like the one. But they're problematic because of that. They're problematic because yeah. of that because they were kind of, you know, little chumbap. They were they were kind of pushed aside a little bit. Yeah. They were so focused on the first one. Yeah. And then when the middle child came, they wanted to like remedy the first, the mistakes of the first. And then the third one comes and they're like, okay, let's focus on this I one. I see. I see. The yeah. middle one though, like they are the, the, the younger one for a while. Right. But if they have the, the youngest one, like yeah. within six People months focus or so. On the, yeah, they focus on the first draft and the final draft, not the third or fourth. You know, the middle draft is kind of like. Yeah, the sophomore album. You know, they got the sophomore jinx. The sophomore album. Yeah, the sophomore jinx. You're the sophomore jinx oh, of the man. family. Ooh, man. Yeah, so what? you're not getting the, the hand-me-downs. You're not getting the, the new shit. You're like. Nah, they're still trying to the, figure it out. You're you know? on the sales rack. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're not yeah. getting oh the thrift. Sh- you're not getting the thrift shop. You're not getting the fast fashion. <laughs> you're getting the BOGO. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? You're on the Nordstrom rack. <laughs> yeah. You're the but Nordstrom the rack cool, of the child. They are the coolest when you grow up. They're very cool. The middle, middle child? Middle children are always like, maybe because they are adaptable. They're just like chill. And they're also just like more creative. They're also the crazier ones. Yeah. So maybe that's what makes them They're cooler. always like, I'm not getting in the middle of all this. Actually, you are. <laughs> <laughs> You're yeah. right there. That's exactly where you will stay. Fuck it. Um, I don't know. Also, like, you know, I feel like when it comes to extracurricular activities at school, the older child never gets to do that, really. Mm. I feel like, the old, like especially as an immigrant child, yeah. they're like, no, 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 it's too dangerous, you know, study, do all these things. But then when my sister came along, she's like, softball, basketball, like, wow. do, do all these things. Yeah, she got blessed with the extracurricular. With me, it was just like, no, 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 piano lessons and, you know, mm. yeah, the, the, the idea of, like, a Korean child success story, mm. you know? Yeah. Does, does your family have any musical background, like your parents and stuff? Nah, not really. My dad was a good chopstick drummer back in the day when he was drunk. You know what I mean? That's uh, as, that's as musical as he. But gets but he didn't want to be a drummer or anything. He nah, just, nah, 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 nah. But dad had vinyls though, so he was like a vinyl collector. He liked he was. music. Yeah. Oh, okay. And he'd sing a lot, like in the car. But nah. Because I think really. about that too. Like I don't really come from any musical background, so I don't know where like my interest came from. Yeah. Besides like smoking weed and like <laughs> liking music on right. weed. Yeah, that's true. I don't remember like. In the childhood, my parents blasting music at the house or something like that. Yeah. You know, I don't really remember that. Do you have any musical skills? I don't even know if you have any musical um, I took, talent. She sings like Stephanie. an angel. You know that, right? No, you know, people always tell me I have a good voice for <laughs> stuff. But okay, We've then utilize you me. <laughs> no, people actually tell me often. Yeah. Harmonize this. Love. La. That was like, a you caught that. Yeah, you did. She did catch that. I think I have a good ear. Hold she on. did harmonize that. Low. Oh, that's the same one. Mm-hmm. Low. She got it. Okay. I got it. I could. I mean, I'm not like. I did. Oh. But am I like? Did I? I took. A, I took like so many. I did flute classes. Violin. You were a flautist. Yeah, flautist. <laughs> I was a flautist. Yeah. I, um, I went to school for piano. Went to school for violin. I went to school for German, Japanese, <laughs> you Korean, are, you are good with French. Like I'm just not consistent, but I did all the things I was supposed to do as a kid. Yeah. Took pottery class. I did fencing. Wait, wait, you I did, did a lot. I did girl. Polynesian dancing. I'm talking to you like <laughs> I'm not even joking here. Like these are actual classes I was taking for years for yeah. all of those things, but yet here I am. So would Don't you know s- how to do any of this. Would you say that you were per- a person that couldn't like stick with a thing? Yes. You know those kids who can't yeah. really stick? I was kind of like that a little bit too. Yeah. I think our household was not stable. And so I don't think we ac- ever learned about like how the importance of that. Yeah. Like, and I, I used to like, I, as an adult, I like shame myself. I'm like, oh, these people are so good. If I just stuck to one thing, let's keep going. But I think that 
I grew up in a household where everyone had ADHD, but no one admitted or believed it. My sister did, yeah. but we all thought she was just crazy. Like literally we're like, you know, as an Asian and back then when like mental health just was not part of our life, yeah. we were just like, okay, you do not have ADHD. My my sister did go to a, like a, I think she went to a psychiatrist like finally after like telling my mom like so many times that she had ADHD in high school but nothing ha ever happened she went like one time so mm. by the so, time you had all these hobbies and then by the time you reached oh tennis tennis was the by, one thing that was consistent in by my the life. time you reached polynesian dancing your mom was like maybe we should get her checked out like no like there wasn't that, that. might okay so you know what you talk about like pranking i think my mom's form of pranking because i was such a sporty kind of I hated dressing very feminine. Like for some reason at that time, it was just my identity was like, I'm the sporty, like boyish girl. Like that's what I took on. My my mom signed me up for Polynesian classes. Like hula. 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 Like hula it dancing. is like Hawaiian, yeah, Polynesian yeah. dancing. And I actually <laughs> really loved doing this. Yeah. But the last class where we had to like perform, mm -hmm. we had to wear like coconut bras. And that's why I didn't go was because I was so embarrassed of having to like look feminine uh, at that time that I just quit at that time. But like, yeah, that, I mean, it was know, so fun. That's a lot of pressure to have to fill up a coconut you know, <laughs> at that age as well. Oh, you know believe me, I could have filled it at that time. Oh. Damn. I had bigger tits then than now. Yeah. Damn. Does that happen? Do tits get smaller? Yeah, if you lose weight, <laughs> yeah, you can lose weight. Tits fluctuate. Yeah, yeah, fluctuate. Tits fluctuate, just like men fluctuate. Yeah. Our tits fluctuate. Oh, yeah, I got some tits. <laughs> Your tits fluctuate, <laughs> bro. <laughs> Last <laughs> summer, I was like, okay, Rick. Yeah. I was like, God damn, boy. Got some breast meat, huh? I was, that's a Korean <laughs> breast meat right there, boy. That's some kyochans. You got a pair of kyochans on you, boy. That's so funny. God damn. Oh. You know what? I also did golf like a good Korean kid. I did golf for a bit. Maybe, I mean, and you've taken golf classes too, right? No, did you I guys? never. No? I, I, I don't play golf. I don't support it. I went to the drive a lot, you know? Mm -hmm. I went to the driving range a lot. Uh, with my dad but with the courses i played a few games it's just i don't have the i don't have the uh the stamp like the mental stamina to play all 18 I'm i told you i'm traumatized by golf i don't want to become my dad mm. yeah you know and i got <laughs> hit a lot golf with golf that? clubs same yeah I, I just talked about this golf clubs i mean but honestly like golf clubs are just like that is an ass beating 100 the three iron is a perfect weight distribution it comes with multiple yeah. clubs and there's a case <laughs> there's a case for to get your ass whooped in yeah. it's easily transportable uh -huh. so you could beat someone's ass anywhere yeah you know and there's a little hook too you know what i mean so if they're running away you could imagine dude you had someone like it like your dad beat your ass with golf clubs and he even had a caddy with him. <laughs> Like he had a caddy. <laughs> get my get my, my nine iron. Oh my gosh! What if bro. the what if the uh, numbers was like the age? <laughs> <You know what laughs> I mean? Oh my god! Like, Let me get the five year old beat. <laughs> you know it's Tuesday, right? Bring me the Tuesday club. Um, oh yeah! Shit. No, it's uh, that's that was one of those things, man. It's it's I'm not. It's it's terrible to talk about getting your ass whooped. But once you've endured a lot of that, you're kind of like. It's nothing can stop you. <laughs> you know, you just flinch a little bit more. As can, an adult. Yeah. You just got to flinch a little bit nothing more. Nothing can stop you. I don't know. I know people who've not been physically, you know, well, I don't, I hate calling it physical abuse because it's just a cultural thing that everyone did. Like, yeah. I don't know if it, I mean, it is physical. It's definitely physical abuse. Yeah. But when I say it in English like that, it just sounds so intense and harsh. Have you talked yeah. to anybody that hasn't been hit once yes. in their whole life? Yes, and they have normal lives. Wait, wait, how did this conversation come up? Just like, I literally, it's usually people that I date. I, I think that I look for red flags often. The minute You I, don't think that's a red flag? Someone who hasn't been hit once? <laughs> I mean, that's your reality. Like, your reality is that that's a red flag for you. Yeah. Like, to you, it means that you're, you're, you haven't toughened yourself and you, you can't go through. But the thing is, like, I've look for people like that's work you have to work through that's like uh, but i'm not even talking about like domestic violence i'm just saying like you can be walking down the street and get slapped <laughs> you know what i yeah. mean yeah but that's like someone looking oh, at someone what? from a different social class like you know let's say someone came from a well-off spot 
Yeah, like oh, you can get slapped so at a country club. <laughs> that's that, true. You know what I'm saying? That shit happens anywhere. No, nah, but what I'm saying is you can't. It's not a red flag because this guy came from an affluent background. You know, it wasn't a choice of yeah, this. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like I, I see both sides. But I did have that conversation before. I was talking to someone. I was like, "Yo, so your 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 dad pulled a knife on you too, huh?" He's like, "Nah." What are you What are you talking right, about? Right, right, right. Yeah. I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> like that's your reality." It threw you off. It threw, yeah. it threw you off. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, yeah, no, me neither." I heard, I heard that the, these things happen. I don't you know. know. I, I, I mean, again, this is all just like anecdotal, but like people that I've met that are yeah. like weren't abused at home, I feel like they love themselves more. Like, mm. I don't think there's a need to like mix, lo find love from anybody else, yeah. but they're able to like, you know, come like understand that those things come from themselves. Do you consider abuse if you and your sisters fighting and your sister slapped you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering, is that? Pro I think think so but it's like we're kids like i don't know if we know what we're necessarily like capable like you as an older sister you've you've slapped your sister before oh my god we would hit each other is all the abuse? fucking time yes actually it probably <laughs> is abuse and like i again do think that that's a crazy thing for me to do now that i look at it i would never want my kids to yeah. do that or to imagine like i've had two kids like hitting each other that seems wild to me now <laughs> doesn't it did it sound weird to you if when when your boyfriend said he's never been hit in any way not even like, i get jealous a bit you get jealous i do i feel like i wish i came from a what feels like a more safe childhood but yeah. that, again, that's like, okay, I feel like the norm, right? Like in Korea probably is that I'm assuming people yeah. are getting still, you know, spanked. But here, maybe I compare it to like Western people or like Americans yeah. who haven't been abused. And so I'm like, oh, I wish I had that type of like relationship. People who haven't been hit. And okay, go ahead. Sorry. No, it's okay. Uh, but I'm not like, it's not like a pity thing. It's just, you know, it's a cultural difference, but also it's just a thing of its time. I don't know if it's like happening as much as the way, because now you will get like, you yeah. know, it's, it's a bigger I just feel like if, known if, issue. If, you know, it's just kind of not even, I'm not talking about at the household, you know, any domestic violence or nothing like that. I'm just talking in life. Yeah. You know, like there's kids who end up like King Joffrey. Yeah because no one checks them yeah you know and it doesn't have to be always beat through violence or hitting you know but a lot of times it does escalate to that when someone gets checked you know i i come from that era where i think a beat down or not beat down but like <laughs> uh, just humbling a man does wonders for a man right you know what i mean like yeah maybe it's not a slap or a fight but right. even when you don't go through a loss or you take that l you have this like delusion that you could take on anything Mm, you know but yeah. i think you need to have that moment where as for me like if when i'm in a fetal position i'm like i can't take on four or five you know no matter how strong i think i am that that moment of just like realization it does humble someone it does kind of give you a course in life where you want to be a little more careful it's the balance of like telling a kid like you can do anything you want as long as you put your mind to it. <laughs> yeah. But you should also let them know, like tell them to read the disclaimer. 100%. You know what I mean? Like, no, sometimes things don't go as according to plan. Absolutely. So I think that's the balance that we need to teach. Not just one-sided things, but like things aren't always going to go your way. Yeah, yeah. And, and I don't think we teach enough of that That's part. very true. Same thing with like my faith as well. Like some people, they just think prayer is it. You know what I mean? Like, Oh yeah, if you if you ask God for this and this is gonna happen, it's like no. The fine print is you know there's there's yeah. responsibilities that you need to do. So the Bible got a lot of fine print. Read the red ones. Read the red words. Yeah, yeah. No, it's the reality. That's funny. Someone in the comments was saying like, "Oh, our parents hit us because they love us." I think that is a very interesting perspective of like what happens when you're older yeah and i see a lot of people who have been abused who end up dating people who are also abusive and that's kind of a cycle because they're like oh well this person does maybe love us like hurt me being hurt is part of love mm. nah, do you yeah. know what i'm saying and so i think that's kind of like very detrimental yeah. to our mental and to like the future of our kids. Like if my, if I have kids and I lived in a household where I didn't cut that type of cycle and I was like, I, you know, yeah. I, I don't, I don't want to pass that. I can't even imagine like if I saw something really cute, like I would never hurt my, like if I, you know, my cats, 
I can't imagine it's, like spanking my kid. And I'm not trying to shame anyone that does because that's if that's a cultural thing for you. It's just I can't imagine as an empathetic person now, mm-hmm. like me doing that to someone. I think they're relaying a lot of their own problems onto you through abuse, you know, mm-hmm. or hitting. For sure. You know, it's also a very lazy way of parenting. Yeah. Yeah. And I think also a lot of the times that I was beat, it wasn't because of a mistake. Like I spilled something. Right? It was because I lied. Yeah. It was I manipulated and it caught me in the lie. Right. You know, so no matter how cute my face was, the lie was ugly. You know what yeah. I mean? That, like what motherfuckers who like parent by hitting their kids is like when your TV breaks and instead of reading the instructions, you just <laughs> hit it until you think it's going to be fixed. <laughs> That's how I explain it. Yo, do Asian parents raise their kids like electronics? Yeah, I know for sure my dad who beat me, I know for a fact this motherfucker was not reading instructions. (laughs) You get a little static on the TV, he's hitting that shit. Oh my God. Until it gets fixed, bro. Like that. You know? Sometimes I saw it fixed and I was like, maybe I should get my ass whooped. You know what I mean? I was like, it works. <laughs> you what know if I mean? they really thought that? I, like, oh, you, this this quarter you got better grades. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh my god! Sometimes it works. Sometimes, Sometimes. it makes it worse. Yeah. So keep that in mind. It's the balance. It's the balance. It's the balance. Yeah. Jesus. But the instructions that takes a little more time. Yeah. The troubleshooting takes a little more time. It takes more patience. Yes, it does. You know, what it, I mean? it def- and some humility to to. Uh, admit to yourself that you don't know what you're doing. You know what I mean? Our parents, one thing is just like, they always act like they do what they were doing. Mm. So speaking of the next generation, Alex, what was your, uh, <laughs> what was your discipline? What was your disciplinary? Like, I think we talked about this. Alex has very she nice hasn't parents. Been spanked, yeah. right? You were spanked? No, no, no. I had a, you know, there was like other forms of punishment that weren't corporal. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, I feel like last time I spoke about this, it you know if i was beaten in certain times it may have changed maybe my like role my uh the way i view authority or the way like yeah. um you know on a respect level because um there's definitely you know i probably talked to my parents the way that if other people saw them, like the way i spoke about talked back to my parents like they would be appalled and um, it's funny actually i'm watching a show on hulu called like the parent test and you know they have all right parents of like all different yep. you know, parenting styles and you know there's no mm. one that's better than the other but they are comparing and oh wow you know, they did ask the question you know it's how a many good people, concept yeah for a show. that's tight yeah, they asked how many people uh you know hit their kids and like about half of them you know maybe about 35 oh so they were really honest about it too. yeah yeah they were saying like you know this is why we do it and you know and, there's cops uh, waiting offset yeah. <laughs> <laughs> chris hansen grab a seat oh so God. you beat your kids huh <laughs> oh shit yeah but i mean did your dad play golf uh yeah my dad um okay so it's not all golf, golf players <laughs> <laughs> i was just making sure i was just double checking okay oh shit you see but you picked up golf too so you could defend yourself yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> became a fencing player. <laughs> oh um, shit. i mean yeah i i don't know man like I, I don't I don't think it's the way I've I've been on the end of the end yeah. of getting beat we've all have yeah I I don't think it necessarily like helped there might you know there's a better approach to it you know I think definitely it's our responsibility to break the cycle you know of things that didn't that didn't work yeah I know? think there needs to be communication in the household like Speaking what, <laughs> I just think like how many times you know they have this term like pajama. Uh, Oh yeah! Right? Like don't how many talk time, back. Don't talk back is like a Korean. Like it's a totally yeah, Korean my, thing. My thick, if my, some, <laughs> my you know te, uh, te, what did yeah, yeah. I just say? My te da I don't know. I wasn't allowed to do it, so I don't even know the word. You my, know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. You just started, <laughs> that was the first time I've seen you. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> it means don't talk back, and mm-hmm. it's literally like in every Korean household because we are never supposed to be in any way dominant or even on the level of someone that's older than yeah. us right yeah. wasn't that instilled in and, us and it's not extremely even extremely hard hard it wasn't even don't talk back is kind of like when you're like snarky a little bit a little no. but talk back what they meant is like no rebuttal don't question anything <laughs> don't question. So what are you saying are you saying that I'm, they should encourage dialogue i think in a household where communication happens right things are healthier. Yeah, I so think encourage the dialogue. Yeah, like if I ask like, why do we have to go here by four o'clock? Like I have work, I have to finish my homework at three. Instead of saying like, don't talk back. If I knew the reason, I'd most likely like just yeah. do the work before and then yeah. go, right? Like 
instead of just being like i'm right i gotta go so like that type of that type of like emotion to me is a form of abuse that's like dictator you can't exactly you can't ask you can't find out why and so i'm just like okay it's all just basically you have the power yeah so i need to just do things that you want me to do you, you know what i got i got like blast off you're going to hell you, you know <laughs> i know that's where did i learn it right like i'm like how did i learn these behaviors you know one thing i gotta say that i do respect about kind of the asian um household culture yeah. is like we we had a lot of immigrant parents right and yeah. they had like not no english skills and we felt like we knew bet more than them because right. we were like americans but still, there was still like a level of respect and humility on our end. Right. Because sure. we could have been worse. We oh, been yeah. Like, you, you don't know shit. You don't know shit. <laughs> I'm going to call ice on you. Yeah. You know, whatever. <laughs> like a dickhead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, like a dickhead little. I bet that's what it's like now, though. No, I bet it is. Kids yeah. right now, you can't even raise you a think hand. Asian, you think Asian kids are like more Hell worse, yeah. worse now? Yeah. For sure. I don't know if you should call it worse. I think they're a they're allowed, aware of they options. realize they exactly they have opinions that they can talk about and they also have resources that are openly talked about how to get out of this situ- the situation right. they're originally in i just feel like at the time like even when i had those moments i would always like i would if, even if i was yelling at my mom or whatever like immediately a few hours later i'd like apologize to yeah. her yeah i'd always yeah, feel why, so right? shitty yeah. you know like it was ingrained in me or something like yeah. it was just like I felt really bad, you know, and I, I was like, and, and I had, I was way more empathetic to their situation and all those things, you yeah, know. Yeah, but why do you think that at the age of six, why would you think those things? Because your mom or dad told you like, hey, we're here for, because you. Well, they raised me right, I guess, you know, like, I guess that that's an outcome of them, you know, letting us, letting me know that it took a while for us to get to this place and yeah. overcoming struggle and, and struggling and. And also not spoiling me, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like these are things that makes a great kid, you know. You know, Steph, what you said was absolutely right. It's about communication within the family, and it's never too late because when there's open communication, I know there's a lot of people now that have kind of um, separated relationships with their parents because of the trauma and all yeah. this. But when you do get to that point when you could break bread and talk to them about it, like life works in a way where you kind of see why and and not not justify like it's not it wasn't it wasn't right it wasn't wrong it was just like this was a situation and i find appreciation now when my dad did lose his temper and hit me it was never because he wanted to hurt me it's like he had his Yeah. yeah he had his internal little combustion too you know and if i don't have that talk with him then he will always be this like abuser or like you know this wrong type of dad but but it's because you, you communicated with that now that you're and, older. And, and, you, and you, and in a weird, weird way, you love them more. Yeah, but because they're human. You love for them more for things. that. It's also really hard to communicate with our parents. Just the language barrier. Alone. Oh, yeah. You know what I actually wanted to do? This was an idea that I had um, a while ago. I want to bring my mom on and I want to hire a Korean translator. That's amazing. And go like deep, deep into the cuts, wow. like late, like really specific things that have bugged me that I could never specifically express. Right. So I think that could be interesting. <laughs> Bring my mom on, get a wow. translator. That would be. And, and go into layers of a conversation. Get the Bong Joon-ho translator. Dude, get the, cool. get that guy. Get the Bong Joon-ho translator. That'd be sick. Get the Bong Joon-ho translator. She might be. She might she's be expensive, bro. <laughs> that doesn't matter. That that's this the, is that's a therapy the, session. That's designer translator. <laughs> yeah. wow. That's a that, that's crazy. That's a 5k yeah. an hour translator, she, bro. She can say things that you couldn't even say in English. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm also gonna get a sign language person for no reason. <laughs> for no reason. Yeah, that, I don't know. Because of Rihanna's thing. That's and so cool. you should have the other spectrum of shit like Alex trying to translate it too. So we have three different levels of translation. He says he's sorry. <laughs> I do think that could, I, you know honestly I don't think that's a bad idea though because that's there, there so are certain levels I, I could speak Korean but yeah. I just can't go in I don't know certain words in Korean how to explain the specificness yeah. you right. know what I mean and have you ever noticed like sometimes when you don't know how to explain something you cut corners explaining some shit <laughs> and, yeah exactly and it dilutes <laughs> yeah, like, the whole yeah. meaning that, yeah dilutes <laughs> the whole thing I even gone as far as you know it's not that important <laughs> Like something that was super important. Yeah. I convinced myself it's not that important to explain. It's not that important. It's fucked up. Yeah. It's really fucked up. Have you tried communicating with them? Like, have you tried talking to them? Yeah, Even naturally. I kind of feel like 
your I, mom knows enough English to be honest, and I think that you no, know still, enough Korean. There's still a barrier, but it's not. I don't think it's the f- lack of language barrier. Yes, to get to the nitty gritty, but I think that as humans, we have enough like empathy and signs to be able to explain like I'm sorry and that I mm. love you no matter what. So like yeah. I don't know if like it's re- necessarily the exact words. Right. I mean, of course, like that would be so useful, but like, you're right. I don't know if you're actually even sitting and. No, I know what talk. you mean. I know what yeah. you mean. Just like being vulnerable and really her to feel how sorry I am for certain things yeah. or, or communicate with her, like maybe certain things I'm resentful about. Right. But yeah. like, I could even tell when I try to explain certain things to her and I can't get the words out. Right. She's even like pretending like. Okay, yeah, yeah, I, just, I yeah, get it. I yeah. get it. She, she doesn't get it. You know what I'm saying? She so might get it's it. It's happening on both Mom, sides. Mom, you don't get me. <laughs> no. I feel like it's just happening on both sides it. a little yeah. bit. Do you know what I'm saying? Of course. So, but also, let's not uh, uh, doubt like underestimate. Oh, no, no, I'm not. I'm not. Because I don't even think... even the way he's living and like his life changes, these things translate. These nonverbal things do yeah, translate to yeah. them as like, oh, he mm-hmm. is. Uh, there's a redemption here, you know. He is sorry, or they got. I like. I I did a good job, you know. When yeah. the son is successful and you're at a certain place, like your parents are like, hmm, you know. It's like this jar of kimchi that I cooked, like made, is 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 good. It fermented well. Yeah, you and that's I mean? that's true because that's like le- literally part of like the Asian culture are the signals. It's not yeah. about just. It's a lot of the acts of serve. It's the physical, physicality of things, yeah. right? It's not about here where it's like communication and exact words. And so us learning to mesh those things is confusing. What, what, what do you think is the love language of the Asian family? Acts of service. Acts of service? Yes, it's definitely not words of affirmation. No one ever <laughs> said I love you. It is not a, a quality. I mean, quality time. Uh, is, I don't think it's quality time no. either. What do you think? I do think, think it's, it's acts of service, like giving things, feeding. We feeding, don't think it's quality. Feeding yeah. is definitely. We don't a think big. it's quality time because we never really spend time with. No, nah, I didn't. What's the so other busy? shit? The uh, um, gift is definitely a big thing. Gift yeah. giving, like in the you know, like when you go to a new house, you have to like bring pears. <laughs> You know, it's like mm. at the new year, you wear a certain outfit. Like, I think there is there a is lot touch. of like. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. It's physical touch. <laughs> physical touch. Oh, my God. I never even thought about yeah, that. the love language. Because you know that that's what they say. I'm hitting you because I love you. I, I think sometimes like when parents Whoa. beat our ass, it's so they can feel something. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> it's, God. It's not for us. Like, I just want to feel something. Yo, my parents used to do that, too. That's the next level that's, where they hit themselves. Yeah. They're like, you know, I'm doing this because. I love you, right? That's it's like, crazy. oh shit. Because imagine like all the hours of work they do just doing the same thing, waking up six in the morning, working 12 hour shifts. Yeah. Like, it must be numbing. Yeah. That shit must be numbing yeah. as hell, dude. Like, let's switch it up and beat our kids today just so we can <laughs> feel something. That's fucked up. <laughs> but, but acts of service, you're saying? Yeah. I think it's acts of service yeah. because most of the time it's like, when I think about my mom like doing some it's like she's usually like making me food I don't know if that's an access or gift but it's like kind of similar and like bringing things us for us like giving a bow right it's not words of affirmation it's like we bow to someone out of respect that's a kind of a that's an act right where like we are lowering ourselves or whatever it is one thing that would yeah one thing that would make my mom so mad when she came back home from work is like if I didn't straighten out the shoes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if the house was mm, in the same yeah. state that it was when she left, <laughs> she would get so mad. Like how did like all day? What yeah. are you doing? Yeah, you know the dishes are not done. So definitely act of service. I, I think and I, it, let me take that back about like all Asians. Every Asian um, group is different. Yeah, you know like Filipinos. I think are like all about family. Yeah, and quality time for sure. You know, so I think that's Koreans are too. Yeah, we just did, we just didn't have it. We I just keep, didn't. Yeah, I guess you're right. You yeah. know what it is? It's what did they do? It's well, I noticed you. I'm like I, asking about Koreans, and I'm Korean. Like, what do these Korean families do? Yeah, I think it's because we both came from like a, uh, you know, like not a typical fa- Korean family. Like, also, like Korea has its own standards. Like, if we were in Korea, it'd be about family and friends. Like, would like, they do? They go to the zoo and shit. <laughs> <laughs> like for real yeah, like they would yeah. take People their kids go. to the zoo i don't see they don't do that yeah There's but that's no like a more american that. thing to go to the zoo or like 
I don't know. Like, I there are Korean families that do this. Like, I there I had a little bit of taste of that, right? Like before when I was younger, because my my dad and his friends, we would have picnics every weekend with like big groups of Korean right. p- families, mm. and or we would go camping, or we would go. I'm trying to think. You know, wait, but I don't know if that's because we immigrated. Did you guys do that? Nah. Wait, it's like, hey, Rick, you want to go museum? <laughs> no. I, I remember my that dad. That felt weird. I don't yeah, think yeah. I feel like I was like, what the hell? I remember my dad said, hey, uh, you want to come on a ride? Let me show you something. So I got super excited. I thought we were going to go to like an air and space yeah. museum. He went to four different dry cleaner spots <laughs> to pick which location he should open oh. up next. Yeah, you yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah, like, yeah. Anything yeah. business like. It, it was just like the trip that you go on with your parents is because <laughs> they can't get a babysitter. Yeah. So you're going to work with them. <laughs> you know what I mean? You someone to sit in the car in the parking yep. meter. That's, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. You're wow. going to. <laughs> Wait, is that, the, is that an Asian American thing? Like I'm so confused now. Yeah, uh, yeah. This I is mean, what it feels. This is what it's like to be Asian American, by yeah. the way. I remember my dad would give me <laughs> money. My dad give me money, and I'd be like, "Oh, thanks, dad." Uh-huh. He'd be like, "Go buy me cigarettes." <laughs> 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 I'd be like, "Okay." I'm seven. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Oh yeah, with the change, go get something." Yeah. <laughs> There's no change. This fool gave me the exact amount for the cigarettes. Fuck. They must have gone through so. They must have so much trauma, like yeah. themselves, for moving out here and not like knowing how to handle their emotions and shit. And they just passed that shit to us that's what's mm. happened yeah just to just to f- <laughs> yeah. for the record my my parents were amazing parents you know yeah, what I mean? yeah mine was never I, I wasn't in an abusive family it's just we had heavy hands you know and also with my dad he lost his father when he was very young so he didn't have oh did he yeah yeah he didn't have a dad interesting you know what i mean so he mm. he just yeah he was freestyling <laughs> he was definitely freestyling. that's the thing they just don't know the proper protocol yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. like they don't know like what can they like can they help you with homework at the time <laughs> yeah. you know what i'm saying my dad yeah i would be doing like sixth grade math and then he would be teaching me like the advanced shit because that's what he knows yeah, you know yeah, what i mean yeah, yeah. he doesn't know how to dumb it down that's actually oh, true they God. can't help us with our homework no nah. like that's, like that's... an american would or like in korea they would right like because they know the language over there but we are yeah. because our, it's more of an immigrant thing it's i remember like, asking my dad for help for an english homework it was just like reading comprehension and somehow that conversation ended up me having to memorize five words a week oh my god yeah like that was his way of helping he's like sat's in 12 years (laughs) (laughs) build your build your glossary up now that's the thing it's like they learn about these little achievements like (laughs) sat yeah and they'll go so hard like you just found out what the sats were (laughs) last week and now we're studying for this in the fifth grade yeah. like what the fuck ivy league yeah like that's a problem too because they'll find out about three universities like harvard <laughs> ucla and yale and now you got to get into one of those and, and everything else is like nothing you know crazy standards yeah, for sure yeah that's actually true uh, uh, yeah, yeah, that, that was a rant on yeah, our parents huh we really went it went in yeah <laughs> hey we've been uh we've been guesting on some other pods man can we oh, talk yeah, about, let's that, talk about that so if you can check out the fun with dumb crew on yeah. the scissor bros <laughs> talk about physical abuse those some <laughs> rick ate a whole pound of kimchi was that a pound it was, Dude, pound, was, it was 22 crazy. ounces of kimchi bro you did us you did us so much like yeah i wanted proud. to make you proud it was crazy i wanted to make you proud you know the uh i honestly the comments are going to be hateful but they were they they admired me. They were impressed by the uh, amount of kimchi that I inhaled. It wasn't even just eating. We, you know, we went to the Korean restaurant right after yeah. that episode. I pushed away the kimchi. I've never pushed away kimchi at a restaurant before. It was... Uh, Wait, how were your BMs? I was curious about that. Did, did it change anything? Not really. No. Oh, really? Nah. <laughs> yeah. You're basically a fridge. Yeah, so like, you're like... Yeah, yeah. It's a typical weekday for Dude, me. Dude, it was insane I mean? to see you do that. It was, it was impressive, man. And thank you for taking one for the team. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know. As he cut his little cracker. <laughs> I know. They did, <laughs> you they know, did I, the squid game, I, like, I, uh, sugar cookie thing yeah, for him. I, I, so he had to just cut that through. You didn't do anything. Well, they didn't give me a thing. I wasn't <laughs> like... Would you have done it? Yeah, I got to spank... Uh, uh, Stevie with chopstick, metal chopsticks. That was kind of yeah. fun. Would you have actually like ate the kimchi? Of course I would have done it, but I could have never done it like him. Like I know that that's a G yeah. way of doing it. Yeah. You know what I would have done? I was thinking about this is liquid is usually heavy. So I was thinking I would drink the yeah. liquid. Yeah, that's what I was trying to do. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm a fan of Scissor Brothers. So when you watch these podcasts or anything like a challenge, 
you think to yourself, if I was there, like, well, how would I do yeah, it, you know? And true. it's very different. It is different. Like, you think it's a lot easier than it is. Yeah. Like, I, I felt like yakking sometimes because I was just gorging. I, yeah. I saw you know? that in your face. That's the thing. It's like, I, you know, Stevie is, and I was just on Bad Friends, by the way. Yeah. Um, and that was a funny pod. That's a crazy you one. You know, um, and I always trip out because I feel like Stevie and Bobby are probably the weirdest Koreans. Absolutely on this planet yeah like they are like aliens yeah of koreans <laughs> you know what i mean it's it's yeah. insane even like north korea would be like no too weird <laughs> you know what i mean like i don't know i don't know how they think it's it's weird yeah and that's why i love them because they're like i've never seen korean siblings like that or even individually they're on some other shit yeah <laughs> so i'm just like fascinated by them like i want to put them in like i want to study them yeah you know? Bobby's wild himself, but then when Stevie's around, Bobby seems normal. Like Stevie, yeah, yeah that's Stevie. actually true. Stevie's like we all sometimes. know Bobby. He's like the yeah, you know, yeah, he's yeah. a huge like off the wall like weird Korean. Right. But Stevie is like another level <laughs> of of weird Korean for sure. Like I don't it, you know some of the comments was like I've never seen Bobby laugh the way he does unless Stevie's around. Yeah. Wait. So you did the bad friends uh, the day after his brothers. No, it was like a week after or something like that. Okay, so you saw both brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it's so weird. I yeah, after Scissor Brothers, I, I kept seeing Stevie everywhere. <laughs> so you following me, bro? Yeah. Oh man, but it was good. Shout out to those podcasts yeah. for letting us on. No, I love being on these other pods because I feel like that's where all the weird Asians are. Yeah, in the podcast space. Really? <laughs> that's where. Do no? you think you're a weird Asian? Definitely, right? I, I feel know. like there's podcasts out there that are very just like vanilla like the asian ones you know some of them just like they just stay in this lane but the opposite spectrum is like the bobby stevie well i think it's all about transparency i think this space like allows motherfuckers to kind of go off yeah and, and really just be fully unfiltered right and, and bobby like kind of represents that to the max <laughs> and then stevie too like stevie doesn't even think twice about going into <laughs> weird territories you know and you know it's funny i've known stevie since i, I like I was in high school. Yeah. People don't know that. Like, I'm before I met Bobby, I met Stevie, like, when I was a teenager. Wait, he's, like, a lot older, though, right? He's older, but yeah, I used yeah. to do... No, 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 no. Stevie's younger. No, I'm saying the new. Uh, 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 yeah, he's older yeah, yeah, than yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. But, but we used to be in the L.A. hip-hop scene, right. the underground scene. So we would do shows together, and he was oh. part of Galapagos 4 with, like, yeah. um, other rapper friends of ours. So <laughs> I remember, like, my friend would uh, be like, oh let me introduce you he's another korean rapper <laughs> and we were like the only korean dudes yeah. in the scene and he was like yeah yeah this is a uh, kwangu like steve right and, he, and, and th he's like that's bobby lee's brother <laughs> that's how they that's introduced crazy. them and and um so we were on a lot of shows together like back in the day yeah and um yeah and then um and i i kind of reconnected with him after like me and bobby kind of uh, started um you know doing stuff together and right. shit and uh yeah so i've known him probably i've met stevie 20 years ago god damn isn't that crazy i'm 36 37 wow. i met him 20 years ago that's he has such an endearing energy yeah like, there's something about him that you could tell is the younger sibling and you kind of want to like take care of them there's this childlike the aura that stevie has yeah but bobby doesn't necessarily he has a childlikeness but it's not like he is like the older brother. Does Stevie feel like the <laughs> like younger brother to Bobby? To yes. You? Like, yeah. does he actually? Because I don't know if I feel that. Nah, yeah, I don't. I don't know. It it really? it kind of like intertwines sometimes when Bobby's acting wild and Stevie does like that concerned face, like, <gasps> like you know, he looks like the older brother. Yeah. But then there's times when <laughs> Bobby's just looking at him like, oh my god, this guy's an animal. Yeah. yeah. You know, I wonder what their dynamic was like, man. I feel like their sibling fights. Oh, were yeah, crazy. Yeah. I heard knives were pulled. Like, the, you know, it's next level. Yeah, can we have both of them on here? Oh, we never had both of them together, yeah. huh? Yeah, can we do that? Because it might be, be interesting one. to Hell see yeah. the two of them. I want to see them hanging out. Yeah, because we're all older siblings, too. Yeah, so yeah. Bobby, too. Like, I guess yeah. we get along with Bobby a we lot. We could pull that, up yeah. another chair and we could do that. I think yeah. it'd be fun. <laughs> they should just sit on each other's lap. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be interesting. We should do that. I we would like to see them together on pod mode. 
Heck yeah. yeah. I've been trying to redo the, the Bobby episode because a while back I did uh, Bobby Lee and Bobby Hundreds all. Oh, that was so literally good. Literally, I put that episode together just because they were the only two Bobbies that I know. <laughs> and it was like one of my favorite episodes. So they I'm trying to it. get them back together on again. I think that would be really fun. Cool. This past weekend, I Vitamins. ate like, I, I had like a cheat weekend because it was my birthday. So yeah. I was like, I ate a burger. I ate, you know, all these other, a slice of pizza. Right. A I, ghost I, sandwich. But I realized a sandwich, but I realized two days of that and I can go back to this cheat meal for like two weeks, three weeks, whatever. Wow. Like, it's okay. Like, I just need a little taste of it. I can right. go back to it. Like, so I, don't what need, is it? I don't need it every day. What was your favorite thing you ate during the cheat, though? What was that thing? Probably that burger. Was like, I missed a burger so much. Stouts. From oh where? God. Where'd you Stouts. go? Stouts. Burger, huh? Is it amazing or oh is it because it was your first no, bite? No, that burger is. What was on it? Did you get the fixins? I got that. <laughs> What's wrong? Why are you rubbing the couch like nipples right now? What are you doing? I didn't want to hear about <laughs> the burger. That, no, it was it was something else. It was, good. It was something yeah. else. Okay. When it comes to like meal plans, is it because of taste that makes it hard, or is it the boredom? Yeah. Is it is it the repetition, or is it just like mm. there's no? Is it blandness? I or mean, is it, it's because you know what it is. We've tried all the delicious foods. Yeah. <laughs> and like, if I never tried it, <laughs> I'd be fine. <laughs> That's why, you know, you know, that's why people say don't feed your dog any human food. That's true. You know, like, dude, if you feed a dog a pizza, yeah. that motherfucker going to be mad as fuck every time you give him dog food, food every day. Yeah. He's like, y'all been holding out on pizza? <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, sure. like, I just wish I never was introduced to all the delicious shit. Now it's like, fuck. All right, now I got to know this exists. Uh. Okay, guys. Uh, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Fun with Dumb. It got real deep on this one, man. I love it. Um, and I think it resonated with a lot of people. Yes. Uh, globally who got their ass whooped yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you uh, Steffi Bake Rick mm -hmm. Lee we got Alex over here yes, um, sir. we're making some changes here too we got some uh, additions coming joining the team oh, we got some surprises we got some surprises man we got <laughs> some su surprises in the stem cell research lab um, <laughs> oh, so yeah. stay tuned alright uh, I'm your host Dumbfounded and tune in next week for another episode of Fun with Dumb bye Brr.